Doing great, Drew. Wizzo audience at large, how you doing? How you doing? How you feeling? They love it. Do you remember who uh, we invented the how you feeling drinking game for? How you feeling? How you feeling? No, I don't. Yeah, Michael no. Franti. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy, and I, one of the nicest guys I've ever met in ever. my entire ever, life. Ever, ever, ever. Just I, one of those, when they talk about people that radiate, a lot of times it's a combine. At the draft, they'll talk about, like, wow, this kid. This kid's just, personality was just. This guy, Michael Franny, he just comes off. He is a beam of light. It's, he's one of the most positive yes. people I've ever Yes, encountered. just a great guy to be around. And he gets on stage, and I don't know what he's singing about or what they're doing. There's a, <laughs> somebody's banging on a drum. It's just the and this guy's just going, How you feeling? Every five <laughs> seconds in the middle of every song he does, he just turns to the audience and people, says, How you feeling? And people just go, feeling? They go nuts. Yeah, they go nuts. So We're feeling great, Michael. Michael Franti and Spearhead. We recorded him many times in our heyday. Uh, actually, the be- one of the best shows I ever recorded of all the ones I got to do was an acoustic Michael Franti show in New York City. And I got invited by his people personally after we did him at one of the shows. I think it was Langarado Music Festival. And, and they liked the sure. recording. And they, inv- and they invited me. And I went with those two engineers. I remember we brought to Vermont. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, that time, and, and we recorded that uh, acoustic show, and I still have that copy, but it was an amazing night, and just, you know, him with a thousand people and an acoustic guitar, or it was actually a dude playing next to him, um, uh, I think, as as well, but uh, it was just, oh my god, he was just such, uh, just such a cool dude. Never tell you the story him. of uh, his feet. <laughs> Michael Franti's feet. All right, well, this this uh, the title of this podcast is... We were in some desert in California. Yep. So uh, in Northern California too, not, not the nice deserts, uh, the ones with a lot of sand. No, and dust. It, it hadn't rained in like three months. years, <laughs> <laughs> not months, like three years. And there was a steady, just twenty mile an hour dust. And this guy does not wear any shoes. No, he's not a fan <laughs> of shoes. He doesn't wear. He doesn't believe in shoes. It that's not a, his. That's not his thing. The buildup of uh, the desert and shoeless. For, it was like it was one of those things where. You know, you just, you look, you don't want to look. Don't <laughs> they like, were what caked. Is, what is that? It had a shoe, but it wasn't, there was no shoe. Oh, that <laughs> it was, was like some, a dirt shoe. That was some desert. Oh, my God. I, I remember, like, our entire, uh, every piece of equipment, every everything had this caking on it. You know, just like this dusty caking. And if you remember, we lost our whole sound crew for that thing. They never showed, like, we had to rent an RV. Last second in that desert, in that desert, yeah, the yeah. park out there, like there was a whole yeah, thing involved. Right. That was uh, that's right. We flew in and had to yeah, rent that, an RV, right? Uh, because the the RV we were supposed to be in like broke down or the something. The other thing like I that. love about Fred is he actually got famous, and we knew him before when. Yeah, we we knew him before anybody was like you know. Do you remember the first time you realized he was like mainstream? 
the episode it's, of Weeds. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, he, his song appeared in an episode of Weeds. Yeah, just and watching like, Weeds. I was like, and then oh I was my like, God, that's Michael Franti and Spearhead. And it's actually one of the best scenes from the show. It yeah, was when like, they all do that down, uh, random dancing out. Yeah, what do they call that when people used to meet up? It was like when social media first started. Oh, yeah, and it, it was, was like, like Flash flash gang mobs flash mobs flash, right, mobs. Right, flash mobs there you go so there's yeah, your there's first a flash mob in, theoretically uh, trivia question in of weeds the day. all right so that was a good michael franti intro there i'm glad i got that story out i was just telling somebody that story about michael franti recently when it was playing when i walked in somewhere it was like i had a good moment walked in and then like uh that the uh, sound of sunshine was playing yeah. and i was just like oh, oh, oh that's a sign for me uh i always look for I that actually stuff. play him a lot and uh i love him you know at the games and a lot of times people come out like, what is this? Who is this? Yeah, we'll get them. Um, all right, so next week's going to be a big Quizzo show. I'm not going to really tell you why, but just expect a big Quizzo show next week. Uh, we, we'll have some some things to talk about next week for sure. But I'm going to start you off with this trivia question, Nick. And now I just adjusted my microphone so the audience can actually hear what I'm saying. Uh, I'm going to start you off with this trivia question. What country is Arnold Schwarzenegger from, Nick? He's from Austria. All right. There you go. You were fast to get that. I, oh, yeah. I am surprised how many people think he's German. It, well, the name just yeah, it's just uh, sounds it, German. Right, right, right. Uh, Is there a lot of difference between Austria and Germany? I mean, I've never been to either, but they're I, on the border of each other. Yeah, they they remind me of each other. But now you did. What sparked this was the question about the 31-year-old prime minister of Austria or, or president of Austria, oh, whatever yeah, the designation Kurtz. is, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, people were fairly shocked by that. Uh, I had France a lot as an answer last week. Did you get that? At the shows he did. People I did? Say, people Why is it? Friends. Oh, because the young dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's exactly. married to his teacher. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 20 years older. Yeah. Hey, you know, at least he followed through. You got to give him that. He's like, I'm hot for teacher. I'm going to go the distance with that one. Because <laughs> usually that's a thing that lasts like for an episode of a show. Sure. But sure, not, yeah, for, not yeah. for your whole life. You don't go the whole way with the teacher. No, no, no. A, that's a fantasy. Oh, right. That's a one time. episode of a show. It's a single episode. 30 minutes. You don't that's get it. all the way to like leading your country and you're still dating the teacher. It's usually along the way people are going to be kind of like, sure. that's kind of not, <laughs> you know. Uh, have you ever run into that? I ran into that. My dad's uh, my dad's ex brother. My, my dad's well, ex, how do you have an ex brother? My dad's ex wife's brother. Okay, married his teacher who was twenty years older than him, and she and supposedly they were together since like he was like fourteen. Uh, wow, I have no stories yeah, of no, that I, at all. I witnessed it firsthand. He became the principal of the school. So I guess if it's the guy, we're okay with it. That's not creepy. Right. If it's the other way around, obviously, it's I mean, totally bur- sexist, burn him at the stake, right? It's a totally sexist yeah. position, but it's, yeah, but totally, it's almost like you're root for the kid. I'm like, kind of okay with good, it, though. Good for you, kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people will say it's a terrible uh, position to take because you're not mentally mature enough to understand what you're getting into at that age, male or female. So it's it, it, it can really have, like, long-lasting ramifications, but let's leave yeah, that I'm, topic I'm, for... I'm blamed <laughs> all the time for the double standard and having a double standard, but I just, I, I can't imagine... Being like 17 and my buddy sitting me down and being, listen, I have a real problem. The 30-year-old hot teacher. It's coming at <laughs> It's me. coming on to me. Uh, and I need to, <laughs> like, I need to right, make listen. an exam. Right. All right. First thing we do, we got to tell our parents. We got to go to the police. <laughs> right. It just doesn't happen. No, you feel like you're ready for that at that right. age. Right. I, felt, I felt ready for that at 10. <laughs> I was like, all right, if the hot teacher wants to hit on me, I'm good with that. <laughs> sure. It's fine. That'll work. Um, sure. All right, uh, you got a, you got one to throw back at me. I got a couple uh, in the general knowledge oh, yeah, world. Man, I got a bunch of stuff here. Let's go with this to start off. Uh, the news cycle is getting a little tiresome. I mean, <sighs> it's it's just the same stuff over and over and over again. And womp, when you womp. do trivia for a living, that does not make for uh, easy going. I feel like I've been talking about the same stuff for months when it comes to no Hollywood and yeah, just it's it's a lot of. Uh, Kevin Spacey, Harvey, oh, it's just one after the other. Weinstein so, and just bad people getting stuff coming. It, out d- now. it makes my job harder, but I was able to put this together into what I think is a challenging trivia question. Okay, and it really speaks to you have to know a couple of things to get this right. Okay, ten thousand petitions have been signed to the Academy to bar who from presenting the Best Actress Oscar. Say it again. Ten thousand petitions have been signed. To the Academy to bar who from presenting the Best Actress Oscar. So you got to know so, a few so things to get to this. Or w- this person was set to present the Best Actress Oscar this year. Yes. So you've got that. You've got that part. Done. I mean, the only person that would come to mind is Kevin Spacey because he's going through all this stuff. And that's what everybody's going to put. Right. right? I assume. But I don't know who, I mean, it's who's a, the... Okay, so the way it works is 
the best actor from the previous year. Okay. Awards the best actress Oscar. Okay. So like last year, Leonardo DiCaprio presented it because he won the year before. I see. So. And they do male, female. They reverse that. So actor does actress and actress exactly. does actor. So really all I'm asking is. Who won it last year. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so. What and, are, what, and now you got to realize 10,000 people have now signed a peti- petition to bar this person from doing it. Right. So, so that might help it, you a lot. Wasn't it Leo's big year last year? No, no. Leo presented last year. He won two, two years, years ago. ago. Oh, okay, okay. So well, uh, nobody would sign a petition to keep Leo out of. I was going to say, like, well, <laughs> no, not Leo. No, uh, please, please, not Leo. Leave yeah, there'll Leo be a hundred thousand people petitioning to get Leo to give it away twice in a row. Yeah, sure. That's what's going to um, end up happening. Now that you said it, Leo will give it away this year also. God, who won it last year? You know, that's crazy that I don't know that, but uh, it just doesn't uh, jump out at me. I'm sure once you say it, I'm going to be like, oh, it yeah, was wait, for no, let me, let me, no, was it for, uh, oh, oh, okay, 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 uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I think it might be coming to me. Was it Manchester by the yes, Sea? Yes, okay, yes, Okay, okay, so uh, Casey Affleck? Yes, you got it. Okay, Casey so what's, well, what did he do? Oh, you didn't hear about him? No. Oh, he's paid tons of dough to quiet uh, women over the years. Uh, they actually, I actually threw a little money down on Denzel to win it last year because I thought there's no way they're going to give it to this Casey Affleck because of the past that he's had with people accusing him of, uh, you know, stuff on the set. So are you telling me that I have had a bar on the wrong Affleck this whole time? Like I should have put my ban on? I, Casey how shocking is it? Doesn't Casey seem like, like he'd be he the good like, one? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just I, keep I was your mouth shut. Go to work and follow been, Big I, Brother. I, I, I don't like Afflecks. Yeah, he didn't even thank his uh, Big Brother in the uh, speech either. It's a lot of lot of lot of stuff going I don't on know. with that. I mean, it's just you know my take. <laughs> I don't want to be disparaging against any particular person, but I was never a fan of Ben Affleck. I just, no, something about him. But I'll tell you that role in uh, Manchester. By yeah, the sea. everybody, oh, everybody talks about it, but it looks like a hard movie to. Enjoy. It was so hard. You have to actually, as you're watching the movie, just yeah, say to yourself, breaks, "This like, is a movie. This did not happen because it's so horrible." Yeah, I, I don't want. I don't but want to watch that. <laughs> it, no, it's it's great. Nah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'll go, I'm telling I'm you, I'm gonna go give Caddyshack another uh, another walkthrough before <laughs> I do that. I just don't have time no, to get man. depressed like that. It, I don't know. It's not. It, I feel like I understand how it's much not, sadness and sorrow there is in the world. I don't need to be reminded. I don't know how. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that movie came off to me as not being depressed because it's almost like the achievement of him just being able to like survive it, get back, yeah, or just get back to even like having a happy moment in his life with some oh, kind of an achievement. Sounds but, horrible. <laughs> Well, half of the movie is fun because you don't even know why he's so angry. So he's just like, <laughs> he's just like you know, he's the type of guy be at a bar, you look at him, and he just punches you in the face, and you're like, "Well, what's oh, wrong with this guy?" And then this, you find out why, this, how he got this like fella. That. Huh. All right, let's see if we could uh, change topics completely there to that. But that's interesting. So he's a. Uh, so you think he's going to present? You think no, there's I any doubt, chance I, I, he presents? Oh, no chance. No I, chance. I, I doubt it uh, because I, I think right now you're going to go through. Uh, just absolute purge of like everybody that's ever been one of these leches that's you know done this. It's all gonna come up now. Yeah, and, and I'm it, a little sick and tired though of people who are now on the bandwagon. Like, th- like uh, I heard Rosie O'Donnell getting up there yapping about how Kevin Spacey is such a bad guy, and it's like, well, where were you for the last twenty five well, years? Because it's known in Hollywood, you don't stir the pot like that otherwise you don't get work people yeah, but don't, then you don't want get to afterwards no, i get that completely that, i agree the... i agree completely but that's what's happening right now is like people are like all right well the lid's gonna come off and everything about everybody's gonna come to the surface and i doubt that's that's actually the case and i think now you're gonna start to get things that didn't happen that people will talk about happening and you know it's just gonna be chaos but yeah it's I, mean, not, it's I give credit to the first couple like ashley judd coming out against Harvey that's horrible that, everything that's that people, heroic like, the pedophilia but now like the, we're getting the, down oh. You know, it's just, just horrible. Bombarded, it's you just, know. but that's. I mean, folks, that's why like Hollywood is Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like, stay out of it. Enjoy what they produce, but get yourself away from that sickening alternate reality because it is not going to end up well for most people that that get involved in that lifestyle. And in, in general, it's just it's a hard life to live in a lot of ways. They people are chasing fame and they'll do anything for fame, and it's like you know. How many people actually have that happen to them? And fame is fleeting. Oh, my God. You got people that were certifiably famous that are, like, basically homeless now. Like, what's Andy Dick's status? He just got in trouble for... Uh, you know, <laughs> he, just, just he was living in, a, in a, like, a shed on his ex-wife's property. Like He was living like, in somebody's garage. Like, not long like ago. Like, it's ago, just yeah. not... A, you know what I'm saying? Like, fame doesn't equal anything good. 
That's not the path you should choose in life. Find a way to make money doing what you love. He had a cameo a on a show I was it. watching uh, last year at some point. Do, do, do you remember seeing him in anything? Yeah, I did. Uh, it was Girls. Oh, is that what it was? I, he was I, on I Girls? I feel like he was in a, like a... It was like, like something like, like that. Like a subway or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. was it Girls? Yeah, I feel like it might... I don't know. I, don't, I think maybe it was it, like he was or, on a subway, but I don't think it was may, Girls. Maybe it was the stand-up show on HBO. Uh, no. Uh, crashing. It's probably Girls. You're probably right. I don't know. Uh, well, well, we'll look up Andy Dick's credits and get back to you next week. Um, here's a good one for you. What is uh, what high end car model is the Italian word for redhead? What Italian car model is the uh, or what Italian? All right, what Italian car this. model is the uh, what high end car model is the Italian word right. for redhead? All right, so it's not the manufacturer, so it would be like a model, right? So, I, is it a type of? <sighs> oh man. No, because Diablo is not right. Okay, so I'm gonna go with. Did I already say the? <laughs> you gave me a look like you just you just blew it. No, is it the no. Testarossa? It is. Yes, the Ferrari Testarossa, Italian word for redhead. People are gonna put Diablo. I think. Yes, right. That's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's but that's fire. Something like that's that. That's right. right. Or like the devil. The devil, or something like that, yeah. <laughs> like El Diablo. Um, all right, throw one back at me, and then uh, maybe we'll do one more before we move on to the next category. I try this one out. I think this – I really like this question. Okay. But it's it's automatically one of those multiple choice because you'll be picking from four people. But I think it's really tough. So um, which of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hmm. was named for a painter from a different era than the other three? So three of those – Guys, I mean, you can list them, right? Okay, so Donatello, right? Leonardo, sure. Um, Michelangelo, yes, and uh, Raphael. Okay, so three of those guys were all alive at the same time. Raphael, Is that your guess? That's my guess. It's wrong. Oh, okay, so Donatello, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've known the answer to this, and I remember I got it down to two, and I remember I got it wrong last time. Yeah, so Donatello, <laughs> and the other thing tricky is, I feel like these guys are so old. That it would be somebody more recent. Right. But the trick is Donatello was actually previous. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so Donatello's so even older than Yes. That. Those guys are like late 1500s. Donatello is like 1300s. Yeah. Well, I so love the Teenage Mutant Ninja tricky. Turtles. I'm happy I could at least list the four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So that You want to uh, give it a shot at their weapons? Which weapon each one uses? Because I could probably get this. I, I could tell you the four weapons, but I don't think I you could can't tell you which one. Well, let's see. You get the four um, weapons. You should be able to So match let's see. The green one, uh, the, the turtle that wore green. There was one. They all had like a color eye band. Right, but didn't they all wear green? No. Let's see, there, was they, red, they, they no there was red, blue, orange, and purple. Well, they were all green. Because right, because they're, they're turtles. turtles. <laughs> yeah, right. so that's why when you said the green one. Was there like, wasn't oh. one that wore green, just green, green on green. The colors I'm not 100% sure of, uh, but I'm, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure, man. It's purple, blue, orange, and red. I mean, I'll, I'll get it wrong, but I know nunchucks. I know you got staff. I know you got, uh, like, blades. Like, uh, it was like this, like, three-pronged blade. Yeah, I think it's called a sigh. Yeah, sigh, exactly. Two sighs. And then uh, stars? The other one have just stars, or the other one have a... All right, so <clears throat> let's go. Orange was Michelangelo. He had nunchucks. Nunchucks, okay. Raphael was red. He had the staff. He, no, he had the size. Oh, he had the size. Okay. Okay. Donatello, I think, was blue and had the staff. Okay. And then Leonardo was purple. and No, maybe Leonardo was blue. Donatello was purple. I don't know. And one, <laughs> yeah, one had uh, like, it was like a pair of swords. Yeah, yeah, Blades. yeah, that's right. Blades, right, right, right. So the size versus the swords. Versus Confusing when you're doing it off the top of your head. Nunchucks. Something like that. Yeah. I'm sure we'll somebody probably, will tweet us we'll that probably get that Oh, jeez, come on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was this, 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 and this. But I know Donatello had the staff and Leonardo had the blades. It's Leonardo's blue. Donatello's purple. I've got to go on the record. Yeah, you're like, I've... I've, I've I figured it out. I've put it together <laughs> in my back head. Back of my head. I am absolutely positive that this is how they look. And... uh yeah, so I I I, ha- I have the the official picture. So you definitely have orange, red, purple, and blue. Leonardo's got the blue. Donatello's got the purple. Raphael the red. Michelangelo the orange. Got it. 
That is, and and clearly Donatello has a staff. Leonardo the swords, Raphael the size, and Michelangelo the nunchucks. Boom. None of them are green, but all of them are green. Wait, can we make like a twelve? <laughs> can we make a hundred and twenty point question out of that? Uh, there's too much. It's a, there's a number ten there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's hundred twenty points. If you can name there. the four of them and correctly match them to their weapon and their color. Co- that's 120 right there. Well, there you go, folks. Once we once we start to head down that teenage mutant, Ninja yeah, I'll wait another I'll wait another four or five months till everybody forgets, and then it'll Boom. it'll hit you. You'll be like, ah, Episode purple, 52. green, ah, green. There's a tur- green one. They turtled me. <laughs> um, it, it's funny. This is sort of a perfect feed-in question because we just talked turtles, but uh, I don't know if these guys were the full inspiration, but they were par- part of the inspiration for the the concept of teenage mutant ninja turtles. Who were the three musketeers, Nick? Okay, I should be able to get these right. Yep. So we were just doing Alexander Dumas, who's not whose name uh, is now my, pronounced Alexander Dumbass. Yeah. Although that was fantastic. You remember uh, Aswipe uh, Dumbass? Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Asswipe Dumbass. Everybody. It's so really funny because I just had that question about the cigar named after yep, yep, an Alexander yep. Dumas novel. Right. Right. Okay. That's why I threw this in there. Everybody's putting Three Musketeers. Really? Have you ever heard of a cigar? <laughs> three Musketeers. Yeah, but that's the most popular answer I'm getting by far. No. I'm getting four. They just don't know any other. Well, I'm, just, I'm getting four three musketeers for every Monte Cristo. Okay, but uh, yeah, I guess people just don't. They just don't know that many know Alexander that he, Dumas novels that he wrote the count. Yep. All right, so is it Athos? Yep. Porthos. Yep. I knew you'd get those two. Is it Aramis? Yes. Oh. It's funny. One of my favorite brewers of all times, named after one of the three musketeers, Aramis Ramirez. Ramirez, yeah, third yeah. base. Yep, played for the Pittsburgh Pirates as well. Uh, yes. So, yep. Athos, Porthos, and Aramis. Ramis Ramirez. Um, all right. One more back before we go to sports, or do you want to just transition into sports since that was sports, sort of? All right, I've got a sports transition that'll finish this whole thing off. Oh, you got to love, you gotta love <laughs> well, it. I had one if you didn't. You remember what the... the uh, well, let's see. How do I want to ask this? Uh, what company is reevaluating its NFL sponsorship after the protests? The U.S. military? <laughs> Imagine they'd be the place to start. Uh, I have no idea. No. What was the, um, a lot of them are, what was probably. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles' favorite uh, Pizza? Food. Yeah. Oh, Papa John's. I sort I sort of did hear about this, that he blamed, who's, by the way, who's a notorious racist, Papa John. Is he really? Yeah, supposedly there's all this stuff about how he's how a notorious How come that guy racist. doesn't get any older looking? I, I, well, <laughs> who knows? But from what I understand, he basically blamed the protests on slumping Papa John sales. He said people are associating his brand with the NFL, and they're turned off by the NFL because of the protesters, so they're basically taking it out on not ordering Papa John's. He's on record as saying this, which is just crazy. And your food's terrible. Your, your, pizza's, right, your pizza's not good. Serving poison. Right. Your pizza's not good. You don't have better ingredients. You don't have better pizza. You want a shot at your four-letter NASDAQ John. abbreviation? P-A-P-A. No. Nah, I couldn't get Papa. No, it's good. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's a great one. P-I-Z-Z? P-Z-Z-A. Okay, fair enough. Pizza. It's good. It's good. Yeah, 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 pizza. No, that's, uh, that's what they you should like have been Papa going better, for. Though. I guess you're right. That would be better. Yeah, but P-A-P-A. it's a little creepy, too. I don't know. Just the whole Papa thing. <laughs> I'm watching Stranger Things a lot this week, too. So the like, whole fact that he's Papa, Papa, but he looks younger than me is <laughs> getting weird, Just, too. Yeah, and like and He's I, been around for 30 and, and, years. And also, while we're on the, the record of this, let me say this to Peyton Manning. I, I love you, Peyton Manning, but like, I just... State Farm's got to go easy on the ads. Like, spread them out. Take your time with it because, like, you're just throwing way too many of those things at me. And it's like the first time I see you doing it, it's funny. And then, like, by the 400th time, I'm like, I hate you. I don't want to see you making the same joke over and over and over again and be like, you know, what was that? The the greatest thing about this ever was when Tom Brady's dad came out and made a comment about how he doesn't understand how everybody loves Peyton Manning, but his son is, you know, the enemy. Yet he doesn't litter the airwaves. It's true. It's like Bill O'Reilly. It's like, uh, like I, look, Bill, I don't need a toilet seat cover that has your picture on it. All right, you don't need to sell every single thing that exists on the planet with your logo and face. And it's like there's just too much Peyton Manning. Did, you want to get I, really get sick to your stomach? Okay. No, I don't. Monday night football. Oh, that's what I'm talking. Get about. Get on the couch and get ready to watch your Green Bay Packers. Completely be unable to move the football, yet every commercial break is 
your quarterback doing, uh, you know, a State Farm commercial or, or, or whatever him laughing it is. with the dog, yeah, like, and it's just like, you know, maybe... I like mean, how look, do I have to suffer through this? Yeah, no, but, it's horrible. I mean, if your team stinks, it's fine. They stink. At least at the commercial, you get a break. No. <laughs> no. Now I've got to watch tortured. Aaron Rodgers at the commercial break. Yeah, that's, that's no good. Um, all right, so here's an interesting one since you just uh, transitioned there into sports. I'll, I'll give you my first uh, sports question. Give me the two teams that played in Super Bowl two. Green Bay Packers. I knew you knew that one. We were just talking about him. And? I think this is interesting on a lot of levels because I don't think it's something that a lot of people really even know. Kansas City Chiefs? That's number one. Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders, Super Bowl two. Yep. Oh, so I got it wrong. Yeah, yeah. So Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl one, but Oakland Raiders was not, uh, they didn't play each other back-to-back Super Bowls. Um it was Raiders who were in Super Bowl too, and they lost uh, to the Green Bay Packers. Packers won back-to-back Super Bowls, but I, I don't think people associate with the Oakland Raiders as that old a franchise. You know what I'm saying? That old a, a team that they were in Super Bowl two. No, see, I, 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 maybe because they moved cities. Yeah, but then when they also, moved to LA, then they lost. Like you think who's in Super Bowl three? Right, everybody knows that Super Bowl three matchup. Colts Jets. Colts Jets. Right. So it's like. Do you think of the Oakland Raiders as older than the Baltimore Colts? I, I didn't until I was I was going down memory lane here. It's like, wow, they're a really pretty old franchise. Kind of a shame that they're leaving, but, you know. I'm psyched. Oh, yeah. Whoa, Michael Rappaport, he had a whole chapter, uh, and it was entitled uh, Midgets and Hookers. Okay? okay. And the premise is he's like, you can go to Green Bay. You ain't going to find yourself a midget and hooker in the Holiday Inn. He goes, you go to Vegas, no matter what hotel you're staying in, there's midgets and hookers in the lobby. <laughs> what? Why like, midgets? Because there's a lot of work just, out there? Just the, the, the fact is that like whatever crazy thing you can think of that exists in the world that you would never see anywhere else, like that it's is in there. every hotel in Las Vegas. He's like, so these players... Like to say that they're not going to be affected and they're gonna they're gonna be training. It's like no 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 no. You don't understand. You can't go anywhere without midgets and. Hookers I just everywhere. can't wait to bet against all the road teams because it's one thing if you live in Vegas and you're used to it. Right. But when you like, all right. So you're the Packers in. go once every four years. That's what I'm saying. Like they're gonna have to not stay even. in like once Henderson. Every six years. I mean, like, and even in Henderson, there's midgets and hookers. Right. So yeah. So know. I'm just taking the Raiders uh, in their home games. No, and no but I, it is an I can't wait. I am very, very excited for that prospect. Um, so and, and it's almost like a trip that you got to go to if your team plays oh, the Raiders yeah. once every six years in Oakland. Oh, absolutely. I'm planning it already. Uh, throw one back at me. I'll do one, maybe two more after this. For sports. All right, let's try this one. Um, what is the most played sport for high school boys? What is the most played sport for high school boys? So total number of players? Yes, U.S., total number of players. You go with soccer. Still football. Mm. I figured it was getting close just because. Which I think is interesting just because I think the, the narrative is that Parents aren't letting their kids play football yeah, anymore. It's not, but well, and here's it's the, the most thing, played there's high school sport. Way more f- football players on a team. Yeah, so there's I'm sure. you know a, a soccer team at 22 is huge. That's like double. A, that's two teams basically. It's 11 on a pitch at, at one time. In football, you need an offense and defense. So immediately your starters are 22 deep. Yeah. So even if you have a double of the positions, even if you have half the programs, I, I should have gone with football. Just based on that, especially but they still in the have United junior States. varsity and they have freshmen. Yeah, soccer, I just so fi- there's all I, sorts I just of... figured there might be some economic circumstances where certain high schools can field the soccer team pretty. I easily just like to make everybody expense. aware when the liberal media is like, oh, is nobody's a narrative. Football. No. And I just uh, say, oh no, no, football playing. is the most popular sport uh, amongst American boys. Uh, everyone's still playing football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> take it easy, relax. There. All right, we got another one. Uh, I got a good one for you. Good transition there. What NFL team stadium is named for America's leading condiment company? Hinesfield. Hey, right on top of that. I, I love know, that. Yeah, yeah, I just like the way that was phrased. My favorite Hinesfield trivia question has to do with, uh, it's like, what player missed out on a sponsorship from the Heinz company? Uh, no, no, it's like, what player's first name is the same oh, as Heinz Ward. Hi, right, when yeah, Heinz yeah. Ward played at Heinz I Field. thought you were going to reference that Joe DiMaggio missed a massive sponsorship deal with the Heinz company because his hitting streak ended at 56. And if he had one more game, they Heinz were going to... Heinz 57. 
and uh, once he got right, to but what would he have done row, at fifty eight? Wouldn't have mattered because he he made it to fifty seven. So they were going to put this. They whole were going to do it together. Yeah, yeah, and he missed it by so one. So maybe that's why he uh, went off the deep end. No, nah, I'd love to see the the stats on that game. Was he like zero for four, or do we know? I have no idea. I, I, that that industry is just crazy because how did he just not get walked three times in a game and ground somewhere out along the way? Yeah, yeah. No, P. Rose got close. We should reminisce at some point. We'll do we'll do a couple of sports things where we look at some of the longest streaks that have been alive while we. Well, were when alive. I was a kid growing up, that was one of those it was like, this, untouchable. This but will not be. Broken. I remember like Walt Weiss had a long streak once, uh, and then this uh, this uh, catcher Benito Santiago. Oh, well, Paul Molitor. Paul Molitor, yeah, but that was a little before I was really, really super into it. Like, oh, really? I, yeah, it came right before. Oh, I remember that one. Um, yeah, well, I, I guess I do remember it. Yeah, Molitor's streak was huge, but I, I very distinctly Is there remember one Benito record out there that when people talk about, oh, that record will never be broken, and then somebody brings up this record and it annoys you? And it's like, don't even bring up that record. Yes, yeah, Cy Young's yes. wins. Uh, Stop yeah. bringing up that. It's not even it's not possible. Same, People don't even make 500 starts in a career. It's, it's never so going to happen. Stupid. It's, right. Stop, it's stop bringing that wins. up. It's a different sport. No. Uh, and you're, you would have to. The only the thing that could possibly happen where that could ever be broken <laughs> is if it was a knuckleball pitcher who had the most unhittable knuckleball ever. Right. So somewhere along the line, there may be a dude. Who at a very young age figures out how to throw an unhittable knuckleball because of something, and he could just he go could every day, joints, go every other right. day, and he could just like you know, like sixty and he's starts just a, a year, phenom. He's just a phenom. You can't hit this thing. He's got some joint thing that causes like there's you know some X Men, <laughs> specially engineered. You know that's the only way that could ever happen. Where he pitches till he's like forty seven years old. He's been in the big since he was twenty one, yeah, and he throws a pitch even. that it'll never it's happen. It's just not a break. That's the only. But, yeah, but it's, it's the, the only... first thing people yeah. go to, and like that. Right? He's like, of course, that's not going to be broken. No, no. Well, I was all over that. I I could tell you right away because I've heard that argument before. Like, come um, up with all right, Nolan Ryan's strikeouts will never be broken. That I can say. Right, that's yeah, a legitimate. You never know. You never know. Uh, that's uh, I right. love that stat we had a couple of weeks ago. So Nolan Ryan broke into the league in 1966. Yep. Okay. He led the American League in strikeouts in 1990. It's insane. <laughs> that's how you put that's together you do it. something right. that's unbreakable. Yeah, it's, it's just incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> um, all right, this is, a, this is a good one. What team did Gina Davis and Madonna play for in the movie A League of Their Own? Well, I got the peaches. Got the peaches. They are the peaches. What city did they play in? Uh, I'll get this. Furred something. Furred. <laughs> You're right there. Is it, is it something like that? Yep, yep. You want me the to Rockford. Do? Rockford. Rockford, Illinois. Yep. Oh, okay. I never would have had the state on that. Yeah, I, I believe it was like a Midwestern uh, league, and there was like teams in uh, Wisconsin and... Uh, all right, so how many actresses can you name from the Rockford Peaches? Let's, let's play so this Rosie game. O'Donnell, Madonna, Gina Davis, Lori Petty. Uh, those are the four stars of it. So all right, I, that's who know, I had. I didn't have. I, I couldn't go all, deeper. Than all that. the other peripherals, I wouldn't have been able to get. But like my favorite by far was uh, Hooch, like uh, Mar- Margaret uh, Hooch. I think that was her name in the sh- in the movie, but like she was like the real one. The re- okay, but you don't know her name is oh, an actress. absolutely not. I don't think any of like the other actresses. That's actually an interesting thing. Um, and you know, it's funny. One time, I remember um, visiting the Hall of Fame on a camp trip, right? Like a like a traveling camp trip. Uh-huh. And I visited the Hall of Fame right after we had seen that movie, and there that display. Remember, they go visit a display. About yes, thing? that was all there. Okay. So I got to see that, that in the baseball. The... Well, no, it was it was there for over a year. So like when they filmed the movie, it was you know it was actually in the Hall of Fame. The end of the movie, remember, it was the real people going back going to the back exhibit and to see all exhibit, this stuff. Right. It was up for over a year, and I got to see it when the movie came out uh, very very shortly thereafter. But it's interesting if um, uh, it, it is definitely interesting. What do you think about uh, Madonna as an actress? She's great. There's been some things she's been good in. I don't know. She was good in the league of their own, and I certainly like that movie. But uh, what what are you? Well, you know, I'm just thinking. Uh, I got something we could tra- we could transition to history if you want geography history here. Okay, uh, certainly. Speaking of Madonna, I, mean, I had one, go I had back one to this, really but... good sports one that I yeah wanted yeah to yeah give you to see do that first, and then we'll and go then... to. Um, I, and I don't think there's uh, really any other actresses we can name from a league of their own. Uh, 
So you know, who knows? now those were the four that I was thinking of. I didn't know if there was anybody else. Yeah, there, there, there might have been one or two others. Uh, there's like other, there's other guys I can name that were well, Tom Hanks was in yeah, it. Yeah, and then John Lovitz had my favorite role in that movie where he's the scout that found them. And it's like, see here, honey, the way it works is the train moves, not the station. Hmm. And he was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go home and give the wife a little pickle tickle. It's probably my favorite line in the entire movie. But uh, yeah, like Anne Ramsey, never heard of her. Megan Cavanaugh, she was Marla Marla Hooch. Patricia Wilson, uh, Tracy Rayner. So it's like you know, outside of that group, Gina Davis, Tom Hanks, Madonna, Lori Petty, Rosie O'Donnell. Gina Davis is a pretty interesting person when it comes to trivia. Yeah, she's in Mensa. She's okay. an archer. Yes, those are the two things that uh, right. I was thinking She's of. Yeah. Beetlejuice, which I loved. Yeah. Big fan of Beetlejuice. Um, all right, so let me give you this one last one. Did Wait, didn't you, I just gave you the Rock for Peaches, so you got you one. You said you had one more sports that you wanted to. Right. Did you have one you want to throw back at me before no, I'm I give good. you that? Okay, just cool. Go. So th- this last one. I want to give me the two coaches with the most NBA wins of all time. <laughs> Obviously 20 points. <clears throat> All right, one of these guys is just a strange guy that you wouldn't think of. I think At least both, both I of would. them are. Too, are they to really? So I, well, one of them I think is known. We've, we've, we've rehashed one of them forever. So he is a guy. But they're both known. They're both very obvious. You can't win more games than any other coach in NBA history. But I'll say this. Neither of them were known for Like winning championships, right. right. They just had a long run. So that's why. They were around forever. They coached for a million teams. Their names teams don't even come winning. to me, really. The one guy's name, Len. Len was not Len Bias. No. <laughs> no. Len... Thanks for bringing that. Does his last name begin with a D? No. Okay. Len. Len. I don't know. Lenny Wilkins. I can't believe that that <laughs> just happened. The guy that begins with a D I... is number one. And uh, I'll give you some teams he coached for. Coach for the Knicks. Coach for the Golden State Warriors, probably most famous for the Golden State Warriors, I would say. He, when the Warriors were good with, uh, yeah, run right. Uh, Did he get spit on or something? No, that's, that's not PJ Carlissimo. Okay, who got choked by Latrell Sprewell. Latrell, <laughs> he get spit on. That was <laughs> PJ who got choked, but close enough. All right, save time here. Don Nelson. Okay. So Don Nelson. I was getting Don one. Nelson confused with. Yeah, Popovich is closing. He's number six. Because that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see how, how far, far away, away Popovich he is, is uh, from being all time. But uh, Don Nelson got like thirteen hundred something wins. The thing with the insane. NBA is, it, it, living in the now, I feel like boy, this regular season just means nothing. I do feel like this year has been much better than last year. But the NBA, it's just—it's it's not about game, the regular season, though. It's regular just, but it's just not about the, the the whole sport is about the playoffs. It's, it's like wake me up when the playoffs. It's an eighty-two are game preseason. So these guys who just accumulate wins. Well, it's funny because Don Nelson. But think about this: eighty-two games in a season. Guy won thirteen hundred plus games. Like that's if you won every game for ten years. Thirteen hundred plus games, and I can't even remember his name. If you won (laughs) eighty-two, all eighty-two games for a decade, you're at eight twenty. Right, right. (laughs) Like that's not losing a single game all season every single year. So that's like twenty plus years of winning at least like. And I mean, I'm a long, I'm a long way from a huge NBA fan, but boy. That That's is crazy. the fact yep. I don't even know, you know right. his name. M- move on into geography history. We'll, uh, it was a good sports run there. Uh, what do you got for me? You could start us off. Oh, okay, I was going to say, what historical figure won Madonna a Golden Globe? Okay, uh, so uh, Evita. Yes. Perone. Yes. There you go. So there you go. In, Nicely done. Evita. That's that's what I was going to go to as far as her being a good actress because, you know, whatever. But I never saw it. So I would be lying to you if I told you. Uh, I've, I, I've I seen the clip of her sexual. singing. Yeah, I just. But I don't know that's, that. I, that's just one of those things. That's I have not something I'm going to sit through. No. Uh, I do love. Especially when did that come out? Like 96? Yeah, There's no way I was, I was watching the video in 96. I did love the movie, though. It was a good one to recommend to the audience called Moon Over Parador. Have you ever seen that? It's Richard Dreyfus. And basically, like he goes uh, yeah, on an acting I, job I I to like a, like a fictitious Cuban island type nation, or yeah. like that. And basically, he looks uncannily like the leader of that country. Uh-huh. The leader of the country dies while he's there filming this movie. So Raul Julia, who was one of my favorite actors growing up as a kid, you know him, right? Yeah, he he, he died too. But he was like uh, Gomez Adams in the Adams Family movie. Yeah, and a yeah. Bunch of them. I saw him on Broadway. 
uh, with uh, Sheena Easton in uh, Man of La Mancha, one of my favorite things. So he um, he's like you know the advisor to the uh, to the general king or whatever the hell he was in in the thing, and he comes up with this plan to get Richard Dreyfus to basically play uh, the leader uh, till he retires and then uh, gives over his recommendation to this guy to become president. Right, so that's his scheme. Uh, and like Richard Dreyfus has to like fool the wife and whatever else. It's a great movie, Moon Over Parador. And it's just like this actor who's happy to get any job he gets. Uh, and he's like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> then like you know, then he actually becomes president, starts feeling that whatever. And at the end of the movie, he literally like gets off a flight into New York City and just like got a bag and a backpack. It's like, all right, <laughs> did that. Work? And like guys are like, oh, you're you're this. Uh, aren't you the guy from that movie? Speaking so, of uh, Richard Dreyfus, you got his first movie for me? Ever? Yeah. American Graffiti? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Job. I knew that. Uh, I don't know why I knew that, but I just knew that. That was in, that was in the It's database. before Jaws. So yeah, yeah. I, I think we, Jaws is when he became more famous, but well, I think Graffiti's I'm, 73. Yeah. I'm a big fan of his. I, I, I think Jaws he's, 75. I think he's fantastic. He's been in a lot of good movies. Uh, he's in a great, very underrated movie called Stakeout. Did you ever oh, see yeah. Stakeout with Emilio yeah, Estevez? Yeah, it's fantastic. Even Stakeout 2 with Rosie O'Donnell. Well, my favorite Dreyfus movie is Let It Ride. Oh, well, you and me both. I yeah, mean, you know Let just... It Ride is like right at the, at the absolute top of my list on so many different levels. Buster Poindexter. Ah, oh, just a great Let It Ride. Jennifer Tilly. I couldn't remember. I had to get the like CD or DVD for that. It came from Australia because you just couldn't even buy it. Yeah. I, I yeah, I do remember that case. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... All right, uh, we're in the geography history category. I'm going to give you this question here. What state is farther north, Washington or Minnesota? Minnesota. Hey, right all over it. You knew that right away. Yeah, I know Minnesota is the furthest north of the continental. There you go. You think people are going to go Washington? I think so. I think a lot of people will go Washington because they feel like there's an arc or something that doesn't exist. Well, there is an arc. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's just it Minnesota. goes from yep. Washington to Minnesota. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Yeah. So... Uh, throw one more back at me, and I'll. Uh... All right. So this this is one of those questions where it's, I, I, this might sound a little choppy. I've got I, two more. I, I'm not sure if you're going to get this quickly or if this just won't happen. But anyway, let, let's let's try it out. Okay. You're you're kind of the guinea pig on this challenge. What senator from Kentucky, Rand Paul, and U.S. representative from Wisconsin have only one letter different in their name? Rand Paul and Paul Ryan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, but you knowing that Rand Paul is the Kentucky senator. Well, there's it, only like, two. But if you have there's to only talk two Kentucky out. senators: Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul. Yeah. I know them both. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm well versed in have, American uh, politics, and certainly Rand Paul, Paul Ryan. I'm. I'm <laughs> I love. That. I don't know why I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Rand, Rand Paul just got that Rand Paul, the Paul snot Ryan? beat out of him. Apparently, his next door neighbor That's tackled him, inspired the question, broke his ribs. You know when somebody gets attacked, I love throwing them in the place. <laughs> yeah, let, let's hope he makes it out because we've had a bad run lately of people going. Well, I got my revenge on uh, Roy, Roy Holiday. Holiday. Oh Lord, we ask a Doc Holiday question in last week's quiz, and then Roy dude, Holiday so, goes down in a plane. So yesterday, I'm driving to work, and the you know the news comes in, and, and at first I'm just astonished that that guy's forty. I have age dysmorphia. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like we were talking about Martina Hingis being thirty-seven. How is that? Oh, how's that? I remember growing up and watching Roy Holiday pitch. <laughs> <laughs> we're the same age, <laughs> right? That's weird. How is that possible? That's, it is weird. That guy's but you're right. Forty. That's so weird. So as that's processing, then you know, geography history questions. I mean, sometimes I do these weeks in advance. You sure. know what I mean? I don't know. I do. I'm, a, I'm a, at least. A so weekend. boom, number seven in the history. Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday. I'm like, oh, you geez. gotta be kidding me. No, that was crazy. You got to. I was like, oh man. <laughs> I looked down. So we're gonna try to focus as as much energy as we can on people that are already dead. So <laughs> okay, just so you know, but yeah, that's my idea. You make the news, anytime you make the news, I try to get you into you know, the quiz I, I, somehow. I haven't mentioned Ben Affleck an awful lot, but you know, I don't know what to say. All right, it's let's the, move on to Tom Brady uh, this every question. Week. Yeah, exactly. Tom Brady <laughs> every week. Yeah, you, you know, honestly, but I, I'm, I hate to say this and coming around on the guy. Well, the end is in sight. I feel like I, that they were unloading their backup quarterbacks. I feel like Belichick is going to hang it up when Brady goes and. Figure it you out. Can't play for I don't know. I, I don't as think, I say this, I don't think Belichick ever has anything else to do except this. I think this is what he likes to do. I don't. Do you know how old he is? He's in his late sixties, I think. Is he in his late sixties? Uh, I had him at maybe about sixty-five. 
I would, yeah, I would say sixty. So the over, let's set the over under at sixty five. What do you think, over or under? Uh, I'll go. I guess I'll go over because you said late sixties, but I don't know. I had them right around sixty five. You're sixty five. Born in fifty two. There you go. So uh, you know, but that's uh, you know seventy five. It's just because he doesn't look like he gets any joy from it. He doesn't look like he gets joy from anything. Doesn't but look you good. know he does. He's got it, right? I, 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 mean, don't, I don't know that. He don't does. Know that. It's but a persona, be, right? I don't know. Could you be that just miserable? Have that much success in your life? Be the greatest coach of all time, undoubtedly in your profession, and a profession that you you had to surpass. It's not like it's a guy that people considered was the greatest babies. coach of all time, it's and football. get out of his own shadow. He got out of Bill Parcells' shadow. Think about that. That's the. That's the biggest shadow. You know what I'm saying? It's like sure. Vince Lombardi right. was Bill Parcells. He he was that kind of guy. Yeah. And like he's like, here, hold my beer. I'm gonna. And go he get still is. I mean, Bill Parcells get... is still involved in football to a certain extent, where he could talk about it. He knows what's going on, and for him to just blow past him, just like and he was, like it was nothing. It's not even a conversation of who the greatest I, head coaches said of all Parcells time. Parcells and and versus Belichick. Anybody told you Parcells, it'd be like again, maybe from a personality standpoint. I mean, I guess maybe that's what makes him so great. But how could you be that miserable? I don't know. Somehow our uh, geography history conversation went right back to sports, but that's fine. Uh, so we're going to focus on a dead person here. I'm going to give you a question. Uh, who was the last ruler of the Aztecs, Nick? Is it Montezuma? It is. Is it the second? Mont- well, the second. The second. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he's got to be after. Montezuma the first, right? So when they talk about Montezuma's revenge. That's about Montezuma the second. Yeah, I think so. Yep, absolutely. And it's it's also very much about diarrhea. Um, <laughs> right, you, you got anything else before you want to go to uh, entertainment, or let's uh, get into it? I think we're good with getting into entertainment. So okay. throw some at me. You can oh, I got, let me give you one geography question because okay. I I just had this marked because I thought I just wanted to know if you knew this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is Nova Scotia Latin for? New Ocean? Well, you got... New. You got new. Nova. Scotia. Sounded like ocean to me. I don't know. What? New land? Scotland. New Scotland. Oh, okay. There you go. So you got New England? Yeah, New Scotland. And then you got Nova Scotia. New Scotland. New Scotland. Which I just didn't 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 know know that. that. I didn't know if that was a known thing, but I got to find out who knows. There's no Scottish presence whatsoever on Nova Scotia, or is there? Because I'd be all over that if I'm the Scots. It's time to find out. Yeah. But yeah, New Scotland. I was very surprised. My mom and stepdad visited there not too long ago and said it was gorgeous. I feel like you could have given me 30 guesses on what Scotia meant, and I would not have come up with Scotland. Yeah. So I like that one. All right, uh, glad I threw it in. Let's do some uh, do some entertainment to finish up uh, this this quiz. Uh, I was curious if you knew this one. What state would you find Superman's hometown of Smallville in? Yeah, I should know. This. You know, Smallville's been yeah. on the air forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody, if you ask, what town did, did I mean, I could, Superman I, I, grow I've got up to narrow down to about three in my head, but. Uh, so I got about a thirty-three percent chance of getting this. <laughs> If I was playing poker, I would raise. Uh, <laughs> let's go with Smallville. It begins with an I. Smallville, Illinois. Nope. Indiana. Smallville, Kansas. Smallville's in Kansas. Kansas. Oh, that take that took me by surprise. Yep. I had it as Iowa, Illinois, or Indiana, and nope. I thought I just couldn't remember which one. Nope. Kansas, the flattest, most empty state in the entire world. Smallville. So that's where, according to uh, you know the the comic books, that's where he landed. Yeah, and his parents found him basically as an infant, and, and, and that was in uh, Kansas, and, huh? And raised him in Kansas in Smallville. Wow, Kansas. I whiffed on that. So, you know, I'm a, not a big fan of Superman. Yeah, I know because I can't stand Lois Lane. I, I think people like. Uh, I think people like. Superhero trivia. No, I, 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 I try love to, superhero I try to trivia, get one in there every couple I, of quizzes. I, like, I just really don't like Superman. I find that this story is very. Uh, you know, I, I was a fan. Of, I was a fan of the early Superman movies. Um, you know, the, I do like the Lex Luthor, Christopher Reed. I like Gene Hackman. Speaking of uh, Kevin Spacey earlier, yeah, he was Lex Luthor. Yeah, but he they, 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 that whole Luger, role was Luger. Was isn't Lex Luger? No, it's Lex, Lex Luger. Luger is a uh, wrestler. Gun. He was a, a wrestler. Lex Luger was a wrestler. Yeah, but that that Spacey as uh, Lex Luthor. I actually went to the movies to see it because you know I was like, 
big Spacey fan. I thought he was going to do great with that, but he didn't. Uh, the movie was terrible. I, it's just the role wasn't big. It wasn't like a it great, not enough. like, you know, yeah. what you expect. He ain't doing it again. I can promise you that. <laughs> it's going to be a while before you see Kevin Stacey in anything. Yeah, where will he resurface again? I don't know if he's gonna. No, he probably won't. This is this is a tough road back uh, from from the stuff that's coming, and it hasn't even hit. You see, Richard Dreyfuss' son came out and said when he was visiting his. Dad <laughs> yeah, well, and, the most disturbing thing about that is, and how do we not how do we brush over Richard Dreyfuss? Right. Was he was in a room? Yeah, he was in the other room, but like you know. But oh, was, he wasn't. I, uh, no, I thought I saw he was in a like, room. I was like, what is he doing? Uh, it's just such a it was such a disturbing thing to read. Like I, you know. It's like, I am so glad I never met Kevin Spacey. He's like, dude, I'm such a big fan of yours. Like, oh, really? <laughs> like, uh, I'm not that big a fan, Kevin. Not that big a fan. Uh, moving on. Two of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, jeez. I mean, Usual Suspects might be one of my top five. And uh, I'll give Usual Suspects this for sure. It might be the best ending uh, to a movie. Blew me away. I don't know if the whole movie is as great as that ending. I love the movie. There were parts that got a little slow, but the ending stuck in my head like no ending of any movie. Yeah, ever. it's it's one of the best endings of all time. Blew me away. And Didn't then American Beauty is one of my favorite American movies. Beauty. Love the American Beauty. So, yep. All right. So we're looking for something in the entertainment field here. Indeed. Because you... this we, we, we got to do a whole thing on this sometime. But where are you with like changing your name, like name changes? I mean, is that on. the most tiresome? It's ridiculous. Give me attention. It, it, it's it's funny in like the rarest of circumstances, and it's never pulled off, right? Don't we always revert back? Even Prince, Chad, Chad Ocho Cinco pulled it off. The guy is still called Ocho Cinco, even though he went back. Even to Chad though he went Johnson. back. If I ask you who Chad Johnson is, some people are huh? If I said who's Ocho Cinco, more people know You're, Ocho Cinco than they do Johnson. You're right. That's a, that's a great example. It might be the only example. <laughs> well, I got one. I got one for okay. you. Okay. Yep. Puff Daddy. Sean Combs became Puff Daddy. Yeah. But he actually changed his name Puff. to Diddy. Legally, P Diddy. He, Not legally. It was okay, just like yeah, what he was yeah. going well, for. That's all nicknames and and marketing and branding. I don't mind that. I'm talking about guys that actually physically go change their name, like World Be Free, right. like uh, like Ron Artest, who became like Meta World Peace. He's legally changed his name to Meta World Peace. He asks you to introduce. Yeah, when you speak to him as Meta World Peace. Yeah, I was I was just going more for people who like change publicly what they're known as to be called. Yeah, it's like, don't call me Puff Daddy anymore. Call me Mitchell P. Diddy. Trubisky. A good example there. Bitch <laughs> Trubisky. That's the greatest nickname. For Bitch him. Trubisky. <laughs> That's the best. It's funny. <laughs> I actually had one of those in the entertainment round. Like, uh, do you know? Um, I think. Uh, what did I put it in the the first round? Um, do you know who Dan Whitney is? Yeah. Who? He is Larry the Cable Guy. He is Larry the Cable Guy. And the best part about that is you could go look. That guy's had a whole career as Dan Whitney. Before he became Larry the Cable Guy. It's totally different humor. He sounds nothing like Larry the Cable Guy. I love it. And it, so it's like you just know, like all that guy is up—he's up there acting and just playing this I character. Like it. Yeah. And, oh, he's hilarious! But that's good stuff. So there's no way you know then what P Diddy has now changed his name to again. <laughs> he's going for another name change. <sighs> what? Love? No. <laughs> no. No. Love or AKA brother love? No. 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 <laughs> going no. for it? No. Sorry. Do you know who the highest earning celebrity in the world is? Brother love. Oh, my God. <laughs> How is that possible? Oh, my God. How is he the highest earning celebrity I in the world? I, just, I, I don't want to live. I don't even know what to say to that. I don't even know what to say to that. How is that? Folks, what are you doing out there? Somebody, please, like, stop the insanity. Brother love. Oh, Jesus. All right. Wasn't he I, the head of a salvation I, show? I'm just getting away from that as fast as I possibly can because I, I can't wrap my head around the fact that he is the highest grossing celebrity in the world. That does not sit well with me at all. Um, here is a question for you. All right. It might be the last one I ask. Okay. What company released the arcade version of Donkey Kong in 1981? Nintendo. Yeah, there you go. I, I You know, for some reason, I don't think people think of... Donkey Kong is a Nintendo game. I think you're absolutely right because Nintendo came later. Right. I think people, people are going to be like, oh, system. it was, uh, you know, Atari or whatever else. I think people view it as like an Atari game. So, what was the game that, or what was Pac Man? Uh, you know, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel don't know, like it began with an A. Was it Atari or a C? Or Konami? something? Vision? Konami. Konami? I mean, it's, Maybe that's it. 
it's possible. But yeah, I don't think people. The, the giveaway though is Mario is uh, the hero in Donkey Kong. Oh, developed by Namco. 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 That's not it. Konami. Konami is a game. Yeah, uh, but company. Namco. That's Namco. what I was thinking. Yep, of. yep. Did Pac-Man. So there's a little free trivia there uh, at the end of that. All right, you got anything else for me before we call it a day here? Yeah, I'm going to leave you with this one. This is right in your wheelhouse. It's tough. Okay. And I'd love to see you get this here. I would love to see me get this here, too. What television show's soundtrack spent 11 weeks at number one on the Billboard charts in 1985? What television show's soundtrack spent 11 weeks at number one? Fame. Nope. I should have given it more thought before I thought about it, but the first thing that came to my mind about 80s... Is Fame a... That's a movie, isn't it? Wasn't it a TV show? I don't think so. Maybe they turned it into a TV show. I don't know. Check it out. Hmm. Well, Let's think of Fame. Is that the one with the girls from Pittsburgh and... Fame, TV series, 1982 to 1987. Was it a movie? Yes, 1980. Okay, so it was a movie in 80, became yeah. a TV series. Yep. Um... So 80s soundtrack This was a TV show soundtrack though right Yeah what TV show soundtrack Spent 11 weeks at number one In 1985 God you say it's in my wheelhouse But like I can't think of too many musical TV shows that I watched That uh, That I would have You know like everything I liked was sitcom Related like I liked family ties And Different strokes. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't necessarily stuff. saying this is your favorite show. I no. just, I thought this whole genre is in your wheelhouse, like 1985. Yeah, yeah. No, I, music. I, I get it. Um, TV show soundtrack. There's enough there. Right. I'm just trying to think, like, what kind of show would have had a soundtrack in 1985 that would have been out there? Well, it's interesting. Been. They actually, I think they put out multiple versions of this soundtrack every so often. And it was one of the first shows, I think, to use pop music in it. And then they really were putting, like, pop music in these soundtracks and selling them. Gosh. I mean, I can think of a lot of movies. I can give you a clue here. Right. Yeah, I'm so going to have to take the, it I'm, just not, I'm drawing a total blank here. The character, actually, one of our favorite bands, mm. okay, named uh, one of their songs after the two characters in the show. One of our favorite bands. Named a song. After the two characters in the show. Brian and Robert? Nope. Wrong band. Wrong band. Okay. Um. Now I'm surprised. I thought this would have I thought this would jump out at you. I am I am really having trouble with this, but I, I want more to, to jog my memory. Um I guess give me the band. P Groove. Oh, Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Crockett and Crockett Tubbs. Crockett and Tubbs. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I mean, all right, so totally in my wheelhouse. I I thought about those types of shows. Like, I, I went from Dallas to uh, Remington Steel to, uh, uh, you know, Dynasty. Yeah, throw it up there. I mean, that Miami Vice soundtrack in 1985, you had, like, Glenn Fry on it. I mean, it was pretty much a pop album. Yeah, I'm cur- I'm dying to see what was like, actually nowadays. We have what now? That's what they call music volume seventy five or so, something like that. Like the Miami Vice soundtracks, they were pumping out pop music, so playing the, it in the, the show. Original one, Smugglers Blues, Glenn Fry. That's right? a huge song, right? Right there. Uh, Own the night, Shaka Khan. You belong to the city, Glenn Fry. Yes, that that's the one I was thinking of. In the air tonight, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Yeah, there you uh, go. Massive Vice by Melly Mel. Good for you. Better be good to me, Tina Turner. There you go. That is a huge song. Better be good to me. That's what, dude, this was your wheelhouse. That's what, that's what I was saying. Flashback, Chase, and Evan, all instrumentals for Miami. You don't know. I mean, I, I, did, I just never knew that. I just never knew that. But yeah. now I do. Interesting. And that's fact. why that's we do this, folks. Why you listen, people. That's why we do this. All right. So that is it for the Quizzo Trivia Podcast uh, for Drew. My name, for Nick, my name is Drew. We will see you next week, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Morning. Yeah, I hope you don't mind. I got up a little early, so I took the liberty of milking your cow for you. Yeah, it took a little while to get her warmed up. She sure is a stubborn one. We don't have a cow. We have a bull. we